on a first date, do not introduce me to a standard that you cannot maintain. Simple as that. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back to another episode of our podcast. Okay, so I feel like I have teased this whole story for like the past like three episodes. Yeah, you've like alluded to it so many times. They're probably just like, what the heck? Because I have no self-control, Hannah. That is why. I... I keep, I'm really good at keeping secrets, I think. Like, I Mm -hmm. do think that I am really good at keeping them um, about other people. Um, When it comes to me, hard as fuck. Uh, It's really hard to keep secrets about my life because I just want to, like, gossip and, like, tell all my friends and everything. But... I am really glad that I did this experiment, I guess. I So I was basically, like, seeing somebody out here in L.A. for a little over a month, and I never talked about him on the podcast, and typically I talk about everybody that I've dated on the show. We give them a code name. Um, I guess this dude's going to be no name, because I also could not ever think of... Of a name. Of yeah. a name for him. There was no yeah. nickname I could give him I could think of. Um, and I did... Red flag. <laughs> Honestly, it should have been. It should have been. And I was just doing it because I was like, well, I just don't want to like, I mean, I didn't tell my mom. Hi, mom. I guess you're finding out now. Um, I didn't tell her. I didn't tell like a lot of people that I, who I was dating, who I was seeing, not because like they were someone famous or anything, uh, but because, because I mean, this, this person was in the industry, but because I just didn't want to have to like retell the story in case things ended or like just have to go through like a whole press tour like I did with the doctor um so I was just kind of waiting to see like if this one stuck around before we brought it up and hey guess what he didn't he didn't stick around we love Um, that I'm also not going to divulge probably everything that happened with this because like I said this person works in the industry this person also knows I have a podcast um we Ended on probably oh like mutual okay terms, um, yeah. mature terms I guess in a way. But it was just because I didn't see the energy of like one. He sent me a voice message on iMessage. Okay, decency. You're almost thirty years old. You could have came over to my place and done it in person. But okay, fine, whatever. Uh, so I'll say that. But I didn't feel like there was any energy. This is how I am with breakups or like. Anytime someone's, like, ended things with me, like, because it wasn't even a breakup. It was just, like, a month. But, like, anytime someone's, like, broke things off with me or, like, we've ended things, like, guys constantly are expecting me to give, like, I think a bigger reaction. They're always, like, you know, it's okay. Like, if you need me to call you, like, I can do that. I can make time for that. I'm so sorry. If you need to cry, not saying that he said that, but other guys have said, like, you know, if you need to cry, if you need to yell. I'm, like, what good does any of that do for either one of us? Like, one... If you don't mean it, don't say it. Second of all, um, I just don't see the point of that, basically. Like, I don't see what good is that going to get. Like, yeah, no, it's not going to change the outcome. No, so. I'm not going to beg. I'm not going to, like, do any of that. I'm just like, no, I'm good, actually. Um, 
bye. Like, that's really how I am. And I don't like long breakups. I don't like long conversations like that. Like, there's no point to it. Just like be upfront and honest with me. And I knew this was coming for like a week now because last time we went on a date, the vibes were just completely off. And he said that they weren't and that he was fine. And I was like, no, I can immediately tell just as soon as you walked in the room, something was wrong. And I didn't appreciate some of the like conversations that we had so I had said like in my episode like with Victoria that like I'm just no longer tolerating men who just think like astrology and like crystals and manifestation and meditation are stupid because even though I don't like take it probably as seriously as like a lot of people in that community do and like it's not like I'm not devoutly like, oh my God, like, yes, this explains everything and everything. It's fun Mm -hmm. to me. It's something I find interesting. I'm trying to learn more about crystals. Like it's still something that I enjoy and like, and I'm just not tolerating men who think little of it uh, or who like, I'm not saying you have to believe in it. I'm not saying that you also have to like manifest and do all these things with me, but like you have to buy into the bullshit a little bit. Like you have to, support my support it just my interest sets up how they're not going to support you in the future yeah like if you can't even support me with something as as small as like being into this like so what if we have differing things that happen in the future you're just not going to support me okay cool like I remember when I moved out here to Los Angeles and like my move-in day was awful I like broke my taillight on my car. I lost, thought I lost my favorite pair of Majuri earrings and I was just not having that great of a day. And I remember like saying, I was like, you know, like, why, why is this happening? I'm wearing my amethyst. Like, I don't get it. And my like sweet Southern father was a little like, well, maybe it's because you haven't like cleansed it or something now that you're out here. Like he doesn't believe any of it, but he's like, I'm going to do whatever and say whatever just to make you feel better and buy into it for a moment because it's what you believe in. Like if you believe in cryptocurrency and like Bitcoin, then you can believe in this. It's not that far-fetched. Like if we're being real. If we're we being are, real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that's pretend too. So yeah. And it's just like, I just want to make sure that the energy that I'm giving out is being reciprocated. And it's not that I can't handle when someone like, I like banter. Like I like banter. I like, like, you know, I am an asshole. Like if you get to know me down deep, I'm not saying that like as like a funny way, like, but like, you know me, like I just like, we bicker, go back and forth, but not like bickering in a bad way. I don't know how to describe yeah, it like in yeah, a good yeah. way. It's like a, you joke it's like around. A, almost like picking on each other. Yeah. We kind just of. joke around. Yeah. Like I just don't take myself too seriously to well, care. Because if you do, then you're going to die at a young age because yeah. like you're going to literally stress yourself out. Yeah. I just don't take myself too seriously to care. I know I'm not perfect. And like me and my dad, we always like pick on each other all the time. And there's just some things that like also I just don't do like when I'm pick like picking on somebody like I know people's like small things that you just don't do like appearances or uh like if you can't fix it within 60 seconds then I'm not gonna say anything and mm-hmm. yeah. I so I really don't like it when people like pick on me like for my eating habits um because I am a picky eater um I don't like when like, just people just have assumptions of me, and then they try to push those on me. Like, there were just little things that happened where, like, I have a cross tattoo. And mm-hmm. he literally was like, um, that just doesn't fit, like, your whole aesthetic. 
And I'm like, uh, rude, number one. What? <laughs> like, also, you don't know me well enough to know my aesthetic yet. Yeah. And, and I also, have, like, did I ask you? Yeah. And like, no. I have a boob painting in my room and he's like, that just, he's like, I know you're like, you're super feminine. That just doesn't fit like, I feel like the feminine aesthetic that you're trying to perceive and everything. And I'm like, what? Thanks for knowing me better than I know myself. What? <laughs> like what? Um, so there were things, there were just certain comments like that. And, um, and like he would point, like we made a joke about pointing out like super pretentious things that I would say. Because and I knew they were fucking pretentious. I'm doing that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'd be like, "God, if I said that, that'd be so much like a red flag." And I'm like, "Oh, there's things that you said that've been like red flags. I'm noting them in the back of my head. I just never said anything." He would say something if I said something that was like that, but like I would never say it because I'm like I'm distorting it in the back of my head because there's no point in bringing that up. I guess. Yeah. But, um. So there was that. There was other little things that. Like, I just don't understand what the point of bringing it up would be unless it's to, like, put someone down. I'm just like, why are you being this way? And it was the mindset of me not saying anything and me not ending it because I was like, at the time, I didn't know how to react. And I was just like, that's a new one. Like, I'm used to, like, this banter and I'm used to, like, having this with somebody. But you are, um, you're going on a new level. Like, you're hitting, like, levels of things that are hurting now in a way. Like, and it sounds stupid to say that, but because it was things of, like, um, how my mouth is always open in all my photos. And I'm looking at, like, I'm always looking to the right in all my photos. If you look on my Instagram, it's a fact. Like, my mouth, it's agape. And every single photo, I am constantly looking there's to the There's a slight, there's something there's a slight always, opening. There's something always entertaining to the right of me. Always. Um, I have a side of my face. And I'm like, he's like. I was going to say, that's your good side, of yeah. course. He's just like, why are you, like, why is your mouth always open in all your photos? I'm like. Also, why are you analyzing me? Why do Thank you, you think? Like, think for two seconds. Why do you think it's open in all my photos? And I've had the same people ask me that on Hinge. Um, not that question, but they're like, why is your Instagram like. Like, why is your Instagram handle on in one of your prompts on Hinge? Why do you think it's there? Why, why do you think? I, it is the weaponizing incompetence that you're doing right now. Like, you know exactly why. If that's not what you're into, bye. Goodbye. Okay? Like, if I just don't get what the point of, like, mentioning shit like that is. Like, because I think it looks good. Because I want yeah. people to follow me on Instagram. Yeah, like literally the obvious. Why are you trying to belittle me to make yourself feel better? That's literally what it feels like at the end of the day. That's what it feels Mm -hmm. like. And I'm like, you know, I just don't have time for this. Like, Well, it's like I I don't want to continue. If you're already doing this now with me knowing you four times, bye. What are you going to do in a year after you know every single single negative thing about me? Are you just going to continuously point it out? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like there's shit about you. I can mention that the fact that you were short as fuck on our first date, but I did it. Did so you wear heels? Was yes. he? Did I he lie about his height? I always wear heels. He said he was five eight on Hinge. He was five seven in real life. Um, and I'm we, when I'm we when don't I wear like heels, a, we, we don't like someone that lies about their height. When I wear heels in the same height as people who are five seven, so I'm like, um, which like is fine, but like don't say fine. you're five five eight five nine when you're not. Yeah, just don't, just don't. Nope, just you're I'm gonna like, get I, called I out in rude. person. I'm so. like, I could be rude to you and mention certain things like that to you, but I'm choosing not to. Um, so that's all I'm going to say about that. That pretty much was all I wanted to say. I don't really care to say anything else. Um, I mean, like 
regardless of all the bad shit, like, the good things did outweigh it, but, like, these were things that I wanted to address and bring up, like, if we had gone on, like, on on another date, but then he was, we decided to break things off prior to that, so I was like, okay, cool, so I don't even have to stress and worry about bringing that up, because I was like, if this is going to progress any farther, then, like, I'm calling attention to this, and we're talking about some certain things, and then we'll see if we want to keep seeing each other, but I was like, "Mm." No, because the first one, I'm letting it slide. Second one, we're noting. Third one, I'm bringing it up to your attention. And that's how it basically was. Um, Nice dude, but what I expected LA dating to be like, honestly. It it was the Mm -hmm. quintessential of this is what I expect LA dating to be like, um, and you're fulfilling that right now, so... Perfect. We love that. Yeah. That is just so great. But we're good. We're good. Golden. Totally fine. I was just like, thank you for wasting my time. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that is that is my dating life. That is LA dating, man. Like, it's just, I, after that episode with Victoria, I'm honestly just, like, taking so much more into consideration when it comes to dating and, like, what like, I even want to do before a first date. Because... Yeah. I feel like, to me, first dates require so much energy for me to, like, even entertain for a little bit. So I'm just going to be, like, way more selective with mm-hmm. the people, like, on first dates. But I mean, and me and this dude, we talked for a very good while before we went on a first date. But, uh, and we asked a lot of important questions as well, too. But, you know, there is just who you are in person and who I feel like you are now getting comfortable with versus um first dates I feel like people on first dates they always are on their best um like behavior and so by like by like the fifth date you know if you want to like that's a hard rule by the fifth date you know if you want to keep seeing this person like in the relationship bit or not and I feel like that is like where I'm drawing the line at now yeah I think that's great yeah I think that episode with her was everyone who's dating needs to listen to it because I just feel like if I were back in the dating world, those were the those are some of the things that I would like yeah. apply to my life. Yeah, like her view at standards, I was like, you know what? Like I feel like a lot of like society and like a misogynistic society on top of that, like really tries like what she said is what I fully believe, like what my standards mm-hmm. are. And like I feel like so much of society has really just let us think that it were that's too much to ask for. And really like it's not at all. Yeah. So I highly recommend if you love this episode because we are talking about first dates in this episode. Mm-hmm. If you like this one, definitely. It, th- it this is a follow up to that episode, so you should yeah, definitely go listen sure. to that one for sure. But before mm-hmm. we get into what this episode is, I want to know what your captivation is. Yes. So recently and always, um, I've been obsessed with J.C. Marie Smith YouTube, Instagram. She's not really on Instagram anymore, but TikTok. She is so funny. Mm -hmm. I love her. I aspire to be like her. I love her sense of humor. I love her relationship. I just love how vulnerable and open she is, but I have really been into her vlogs lately. Um, whenever I go and do like the 12, 3, 30 workout thing, I always put her vlog on. So I like try to like not finish it the whole time so that there's like something to watch the next time. Cause she only uploads like once a week. Um, But her life in California and just, like, how she has, like, really started to, like, dive more into fitness and, um, I don't know. I just think she 
just encompasses all the things that I love. And she's one of my favorite, if not my favorite YouTuber. Um, so yeah, and I love her podcast uh, with Chelsea Curtis. So if you haven't or are not following her, number one, don't live under a rock and go follow her. <laughs> and two, follow her TikTok and then also follow her other TikTok. It's like not JC Marie or something. I didn't know that. And it's like her one where she's literally so candid and it's so funny. Um, but she just has like a, a great sense of humor and like, I don't know. I just, I, I think her personality is very... Um, contagious, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's been through a lot. She's been through infertility. She's been through all these things and she just is like an open book. Um, which most YouTubers and influencers are, but there's a level of like vulnerability, realness and vulnerability to her that I appreciate as compared to other people that I follow. So yes, because I I recently learned just because you're an open book does not mean that you're vulnerable. I think I that I is like, very true. Oh, mm-hmm. that yep. hit me. Um, yeah. Cool. Great. Definitely. Awesome. We love her. Well, what is your captivation? So mine is also something you can watch. It is a comedy series on ABC. It just ended. It's also, but like season one just ended. They're coming back for season two. You can watch all of season one on Hulu. It is called Abbott Elementary. Okay. Uh, Wait, I think I've heard about this. So okay, so so a lot of people apparently haven't also at the same time. And I'm okay. I, I understand like a lot of people are not on ca- like getting cable anymore. Um yeah. but I have cable, I, mean, I don't ever use it. So I've been watching so much shit on Hulu. I feel like Hulu's killing it right now. And Abbott Elementary's on Hulu and it is so fucking funny if it's invented by um it's created by uh quinta brunson you may know her from buzzfeed um and like vine she was the girl on vine like when they went to a movie theater and the guy was like buying like i want popcorn and candy and she was like oh you got money she's it's that guy it's that girl okay yeah um she's also the girl that millie whopped around the world um that gif Yes. Uh, but uh, she created it and she's the star of it. And it is basically like a mockumentary. So like The Office, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine-Nine style. Um, it's a mockumentary of a uh, underdeveloped uh, elementary school. Mm, so okay. in like West Philly, like in South Philly. Uh, so it's super, super funny. It follows these teachers. Her, um, you have Barbara, who is like the, like, older more mature motherly teacher you have mm-hmm. the woman who plays chessie and the parent trap oh my gosh she plays yeah. love she chessie. plays melissa who is like from like she's like you can tell like her family was like the, in the mafia like in philly <laughs> um and then you have the new teacher who's coming in and he i forget his character's name oh my god but he played Chris and everybody hates Chris and he has grown up and fine now. Um, and then you have like the principal who like doesn't have her shit together, the janitor. Like it's such a funny cast. It's so good. I highly recommend watching it. I breezed through season one so quickly. I cannot wait to see season two. But just like the whole dynamic of it, like you have like these underprivileged um like kids and like these teachers like who have like nothing and like they're just trying to make like the best of it and 
it's just a great like it's li- the principle is literally like how Michael Scott is in the office like just oh like my gosh, doesn't we're have gonna his have shit to, together we're gonna have to watch this yeah this sounds like, right up our alley <laughs> the boss who thinks that like they are the best boss in the entire world but like they're yes. not obvious very obviously they are not the best boss very obviously ever. they are the worst <laughs> yes that's literally how the principal is of the school um like she blackmailed the superintendent to get to become the principal of course um, yes you have like the the one teacher who like clearly should be the one that's in charge but it's not um yeah it's just a really funny group of people and i really like it and i'm so excited for season two whenever they come out with it and it was also created by a young woman who is near my age so that's also we literally love that i literally love when women make huge gains in like all these industries Mm -hmm. like i just think it's so so fascinating yeah. and so great. Like she and came, that's going to be you one day. So yeah, Thank exactly. Like you. I just, it's just, it provides a sense of like, I'm going to do it too, you know? Yeah. So. And she's on ABC. So that's amazing. So yeah, highly recommend you go watch the whole season now on Hulu. Um, the 30 minute episodes, so you'll breeze right through it. So before we get into today's episode, we're going to have a couple of housekeeping things really quickly. Make sure you guys are following us on our socials at the Gals Guide Pod and on our personal socials as well. Mine is at Emily Elise. Mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. And if you are listening on Spotify, hi, hello, welcome. Hit that follow button. It really does help us out and you'll get updated for new episodes. And you can also leave us a rating. It also does a great job for us on mobile. And then if you are listening on Apple, hi, hello as well. Um, (laughs) You can also hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review and leave us like a little comment. Those comments really do mean the world to us and really do help us out. So, I mean, if you start doing them more, we'll stop asking. Thank you so much. Yes, very true. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Text it to a friend, um, share it with your fam, kidnap your date's phone and make them leave a review as well too. We'll take it. Uh, So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Alrighty, so today we are talking about the hot girl rules for a first date. Now, I know that we did a episode very similar to this back in 2020, but these are new rules. I'm in LA now, so my dating has stepped up. I know, Hannah, you're you're still like engaged and shit, so you're not like going out on like a ton of dates. But, right, but they still apply. These yes. some of these rules still apply because yes. if you're stopping dating when you're in a relationship or marriage. Goodbye. <laughs> and you can also back me up and prove that these rules work as well, too. Oh, yeah. In order to definitely. sustain a healthy, communicative relationship that will lead to marriage. Because ultimately, that's why most of us are dating. If you're mm-hmm. wanting to casually date, these rules are not for you. Um, these are like a, for the girlies who are wanting a boyfriend. You're wanting that long-term commitment. You're wanting to have a marriage. Now, I'm going to preface. Yes, that should be your end goal. However, in my opinion, it is a lot of pressure to go into every single date thinking this is the person I'm going to marry because you do not know this person wholly. If you want to be married, yes, that should be your ultimate goal when it comes to dating. Being in a long-term serious relationship that will lead to marriage because let's be honest, relationships only end two ways, either breaking up or marriage or living together and 
some way, but that's like marriage in a way too. I don't know. Um, (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) But I like, I always worry that women especially put too much pressure on every single like date first date that like oh if I don't see myself marrying them then I'm not going to go on the first date and for me it is very hard to like just know if I want to marry this person based off like the first date yes that should be the other person's goal too that they want a long-term serious relationship that will eventually lead to marriage you should have the similar goals aligned and you should Mm -hmm. definitely find that out like on the first date or before dating, like that is a question. Like I think it's a question better asked in person so you can see the person's reaction to that question and really gauge from there because that's what I really like to gauge off of is the person's body language and like my intuition with them. But um, I think you need to let pressure off of the first date in a way because while that should be your goal, you shouldn't leave the first date thinking, mm, do I want to marry them after the first date? Or like even before you go on the date, like, mm, like well, is this the person I see myself marrying? Like, yes, the what you want in a marriage should be there. And like the standards should be there. Like, you know, that he should be able to provide for me. He should be able to um, want to take care of me and everything. But you don't know how a person acts in a lot of certain moments until you're way after the first date. So, yeah, don't put that pressure on you. I feel like a lot of girls do, and I'm just not about that. I'm just there to get to know you. Obviously, I'm not going to get to know you unless we have similar goals, but I'm just there to get to know you and just to see if we have compatibility and if we just have good energy together. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to see if if something's there to progress forward. To build off of. Because you're going to be able to know immediately if it's going forward or not happening anymore. Yeah. Don't like say no to yourself first before they they even have a chance to in a way, I guess. Yeah. Like that's just my whole mindset is like, I'm not going to cancel myself out before I even go on this first date. And I'm somebody who like gets a ton of anxiety before first date so like I am very I I really weed them out before I go on a first date I really vet them out I'm asking like a ton of questions and I I don't agree to a date before getting to know them like in some form like I want to know like like I said what their goal is like are you looking to be like in a relationship are you like open to um taking things slow um like where does you know how often do you like to be with some, like how often do you like to hang out with someone and like date them? Um, if that makes sense. Like, cause I know yeah. for me, like I'm busy. So like, if you're somebody like you need to see me like three times a week, like at the beginning, that's not going to happen. I'm very reserved with my energy. So I don't like to go on more than one date a week because I have so much other shit going on. Um, yeah. and yeah. To, from that, I think first dates are better when they're between Monday and Wednesday, like if on a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, because it's less of a commitment time-wise for me. Uh, I'm not like taking up a whole weekend for you. I don't even know you. Like That's what I was going to say. Like weekend is prime time for you to relax. Hang out with friends. De-stress. Have your friend time. Do your errands. Do whatever the heck you want to do. And if you keep it between that Monday and Wednesday, you're also going to limit the amount of time that you have to stay there, which I think Mm -hmm. is really nice. Yeah. Second, like third dates is when we can start doing the weekend kind of shit. Yeah. But Wednesday, if if you're going out on a date, like over the weekend, this I'm talking like third date. 
you gotta ask me by Wednesday. If you want to take me out like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday is the last day that you can ask me during the week because if you ask me on Thursday, I'm not doing it. Friday, I'm not Mm -mm. doing it. Mm -mm. I need to know. I have other plans at this point. I need to know. I plan my fucking weeks out like so far ahead of time. I need to know. I need to be able to pencil you in and I'm not we're just not doing that. Like I'm not doing like, I can do the spontaneous thing, but I'm not doing that until later on in the relationship after you prove my time is worthy of it. Like if you prove that, yeah, maybe I can do all this. I'm not going to waste my energy beforehand. Like I said, I have anxiety around dates. So, um, we're just not going to waste the precious energy that I already have that I could spend, you know, having a spa night. Like you have to prove that I like spending time alone. Mm-hmm. I like hanging out in my apartment alone. You got to show me that uh, you're more valuable than uh, spending a Friday night on my couch watching my favorite movie with one of my friends. Like that yeah. sounds like so much more fun sometimes. And you got to make it seem like you're a better option than that because yeah. I'm always going to choose me. <laughs> 100% yes. I also make them decide where to go. Um, they're asking me out. Uh, I think the only time I've ever decided on where to go for a date is when I've asked the guy out, and mm-hmm. which I have done before. I've had men be like, oh my God, you've never asked a guy out. I've, I, you've been witness to it. I have asked I multiple men out. I literally watched you do it. Also, it's nice every once in a while for the girl to take the guy out. Yeah. Like, it's just nice to offer that and like want, but I feel like but that, that comes, that for me is later in the relationship. And typically, like if I'm doing that for a first date, it's because we've been like friends for a very yeah. long time and like you're just not dropping the hint or you're that not I'm catching into what you. I'm you you're not catching what I'm throwing at you yeah. like like I've dated a lot of I'm my guy flirting friends. away and you're not getting the hint yes. so I'm just gonna be straight up like hey I want to go out with you like let's go like yes. here's what we're gonna do like, yes and it's yeah. not like that serious either like I think so many girls like when like if you're wanting to like go on a date like one of your friends like one of your guy friends just ask them. It's so easy to ask them. It's so refreshing too because they never get asked. Because what happens for me is that my flirtation doesn't it doesn't really change. It doesn't my attitude doesn't really change. So like if I if I'm into one of my guy friends, they're never gonna know. So I have to be the one that makes the move and ask them out because they're not gonna want to like get rejected and lose a friend. So I'm usually like, hey, like I really um, I've liked hanging out with you. What, what let's go on a date. Let's go get drinks one night. And they're usually, like, so relieved that I made that, like, icebreaker. I would also like to say that that is the better way to approach it than being, like, I have feelings for you. Yeah. I think that if if um, I had done that in the past, the answer may have been different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like You're giving taking the pressure them, off of it. Giving that option of, like, I want to take you out or, like, let's go out on a date or, like, let's just go out the two of us. Uh kind of like takes the pressure off but also is like more direct and then gives a specific um experience for them to to participate in for them to then decide okay do I want to be friends or do I want to like explore this further Mm -hmm. and I think that was my mistake always because I am very open and honest and blunt and I will tell a guy that I think he's cute or that I like him or I'm attractive to them but I don't think I ever went about it the way that I think I would go about it now Mm -hmm. um Instead of just being like, I like you. Like, you know, like that just yeah. doesn't, that doesn't really do anything for me because you've only seen me in like a friend zone area. So it's mm. like, if I make the move to take you out, then 
maybe you'll see things in like a different perspective. Oh yeah, I'm acting like a completely different person at that point. Like if oh, yeah. we're on the date, I you're seeing date Emily now, and it's a completely different side. And then obviously, then you're gonna you fall, can yeah, you're gonna yeah. fall in love with me. Obviously, yeah, obviously, um, I'm a cat. <laughs> <laughs> but I what I always recommend like if you are like on the dating apps. And you're on like Hinge because that's like the only one I'm on. So that's the only one I can speak to. But I recommend like on your profile, like listing somewhere that you like like a certain type of drink or you like a certain type of food. I have on my profile that I like love seafood. And like I had like the oyster and like the lobster like emoji next to it. So like the person yeah. knows I like seafood. Okay, so I can take her to go get oysters. Typically, I also usually have pasta on there, too. So, like, they know what cuisine I like. I'm not going to get dinner with you on the first date. Let me clarify that. That is for second dates. First dates should be drinks only. Do not do dinner because then you're going to be obligated to stay there for a longer period of time. But I'm still making the guy choose the place. Would I prefer Mm -hmm. it if it's near me? Yes, because I'm in Los Angeles. But obviously... I'm letting the guy choose where we go for the first day. I want to see what effort you're going to put in. Are you going to make a reservation? Are you going to make a plan? Because that's what's attractive to me. The minute you ask me, where do I want to go? Where do I want to, like, what do I want to do? I immediately turn off because now you're making me do the work and I don't want to do the work. I am working constantly every single day. And that is the kind of like energy that I'm always bringing during the daytime. I don't want to plan. Acts of service is my love language. And if you want to impress me, you make the plan. That's nine times out of 10, why I end up liking guys is because I'm super attracted when a guy makes a reservation and a plan and has intentions. That's what it is. You have an intention. You have a goal in mind with this date to impress me. So impress me. Yeah. And the minute a guy asked me, like I had a guy the other night I was talking to on Hinge and he's like, oh, we should go on a date. Like, where would you want to go? Like, what's near you? Where do you want to go? And I'm like, you see where my location's at. You see what neighborhood I'm in on Hinge figure out what is in that area and then you ask me to go to a place. The minute you ask me, no, I'm done. I'm not going on the date. No. Mm-mm. No, especially if they're asking you out. It's that's your that's just part of it. Make yeah. a plan. Yes. Um, if it, if it's not what I want to do, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if they do not confirm the date with you at least I say maximum three hours ahead of time, do not get ready. So if they if it the date's at five PM and I don't know by like I'm going to say by two. I don't know by two. I'm not going on the date. If you have not texted me to confirm it, I'm not going on the date. So I was about to say, do you text them or no. do you expect them to text you? They should text confirming? me. They okay. text me. I'm not reaching out to text them because I have plans already. Like if, if this day falls through, I know exactly already, what I'm going to do. I already know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm yep. not going to be upset about it at all because that means I get to stay in and watch TV. Uh, <laughs> or like yeah. do something else. I'm no, you can read, you can reach out to me on top of that. They are also not picking me up for the first date. I, I will meet you. There have been chances here in LA where we've gone on dates close to my apartment. And I've been like, we'll just meet me outside my apartment and we'll walk over there together because mm-hmm. I know that I have parking near me and you're going to, you're going to need parking. I live in West Hollywood. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's no parking over here. So just park near me and then we can walk together. But, uh, no, I'm not getting in a car with you. I want to feel like I can leave the date whenever I want to. I don't want to feel trapped ever at all. Also don't know if you're a serial killer. Um, essentially I want to just have my, I have my location on, my roommate can see it. You can see it. My mom can see it. Like I want to feel like I can leave at any moment I want to, because the minute I feel trapped, I'm super uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and just like the energy I bring to the first day, like just 
think of it as like, it's either going to lead to a second date or a story. Don't be nervous. Don't worry about whether or not if they like you, like worry about if you like them. Like mm-hmm. I, every time I go on a date, I'm always like, God, I hope I don't have to talk about them on the podcast in a bad way. <laughs> I hope I like them. I hope I like them. <laughs> I hope I like them. I hope they don't become another character on the gal's guide, but, um, nine times out of 10, they do. Uh, <laughs> that's so, so funny. that's all pre-date. Yeah. That's no, all I think that's before the date. I think that's so important though. Like having, also, having also, those rules before you go. Also don't wear your best outfit on yes. the first date. That's, save that's that for the one. second. Save that for the second or third date because they shouldn't get like to you, see you at their best. Exactly. Yes, yeah. You need to constantly yeah. be in, like you need to constantly look like you can get better. Um, so they don't deserve you at your best yet. Mm-mm. No. No. Um, so on the date, keep it short. Like we said, under three hours. Don't move to a secondary location either. You're staying at the place. I think of John Mulaney. Like we are not moving to a secondary location. The minute you move to a secondary location, you have like a thirty percent chance of coming back alive. <laughs> That is so valid. Well, and I think too, like when you continue the day and move on to a next location, like there, there are expectations that, that mm-hmm. move along with that. And yeah, like on yeah. my second date with this dude I just dated, our second date, we went to a secondary location. We went to Malibu and like went and like watched the sunset. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but no, for the first date, we're keeping it short. We're keeping it sweet. We're keeping it simple. It's and, remember and it's on a, it's on a, it's on a work night. You yes. know, you got work the next morning. You've got if that you're getting drinks. If you're getting drinks. One drink. One. Yep. One drink. Mm-hmm. No more drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, if they ask, if they ask if you want like an appetizer, um, I still don't, I always eat beforehand. So I never like get the appetizer. Like, you know we, me, I love food. So I'll probably be like, yeah, sure. What you getting? Yeah. But like. <laughs> Free food. Usually but, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I always get the same thing. And for me, if I'm lucky and they do decide to like go on a date in West Hollywood, I'm usually going to the same bar. So like the people there will get to know me better and, um, just become better friends with them. So you feel safe in that way. But yeah, the first date is the date to ask questions. Story time is for the second date. So this is when we're trying, it's an interview, baby. I am trying to like, it is informal, but I am still trying to get to know you. I want to make sure that like our goals are aligned. Like I said, you can ask those questions before the date or on the date. Sometimes just depending on the person, I'm usually asking them on the date because I want to see your reaction to certain questions. And by time... Well, yeah. And then they can't hide They can't hide behind the phone and give you the answer that they think you want. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And anything I say on the first date, like it should not be shocking to you. We should have been talking for like an X amount of time by that point. So anything I say should not be like jarring for you. Like, I am trying just to make sure that you are level-headed, you've been to therapy, um, that we are just just compatible at that point. I am not going to open up and start diving in about, like, certain stories. Like, I'll tell you what I'm interested in, but we are not, like, sharing lengthy, long-winded stories. And honestly, I don't ever mention that I have a podcast on my first date either. Um, usually they figure it out because they will start following me on social media, but I'm not following them on social media till like after the second date. Um, yeah. and you don't yeah. want to seem like so obsessed with them already. That's the kind of vibe that I like never want to give off is that like, I'm still trying to be mysterious I think about you all the time. Like I'm, I'm wanting to, you know what I mean? Like I just want to kind of like be this, I guess, like you said, like mysterious 
person. Well, like for me, at least out here in LA, the minute they find out I have a dating podcast, there is a certain perception of me that is then casted Mm. on to -hmm. them. And I don't want that to become the overall identity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It is just a subset of it. But I'm asking the question. We also talk about other things outside of dating too. So we do. We do. So they, you know, we do. It's a dating and lifestyle and all of these other things podcast. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, now now I know the minute they are like, oh, don't talk about me on the podcast. I'm like, well, don't do anything bad. Um, to it's like I- Taylor Swift. Like, if you do something bad, I'm gonna write a song about you. Yeah. If Just you do bad, don't I'm be a talk bad person. About you on my dating podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I am. I, I want to know what their goals are, what they are wanting, where do they see themselves in a couple years, what is their lifestyle like, what is honestly like, what what led them to here, what led them yeah. to this point in their life, like, like, why are you dating? What is what are you hoping to get out of this? Where you want to see yourself in five years? What are your short term goals? What are your long term mm-hmm. goals? Where and like I I'm asking this because I want to see if they've analyzed like having a partner in these parts of their lives like how important is your career to you like what is your typical um like week look like what Mm -hmm. are your week what do you like doing on the weekends are you leaving room for a partner to come in there or are you just like boys boy kind of just like exiling that out does that make sense yeah yeah and Um, then in our previous episode with victoria i really liked her question about like what does your dream life look like yeah because i I think it gives like a nice perspective into like maybe they haven't explicitly said explicitly said their goals in life but it kind of gives you like a set of like what their future goals are yeah uh like like do you see a family in there like have you taken the time to see yourself not just alone but have you seen like another person in there with you um I also think that the next date should be eluded on the first date as well. Mm-hmm. Any any date you go on, the next date should be eluded into that date. Like mm-hmm. you shouldn't be leave the date wondering if you're going to go on a second date. I'm not because the minute I do that, I'm assuming we're not going on a second date. Mm-hmm. At yeah. least by the end of it, I should know if you want to see me again, and we should talk about like things that we like are interested in, things that we like to do, so that it can be more curated and it can be a little bit more personalized. Because then, like the second date should be a little bit more personalized mm-hmm. in that yeah. way. Um, don't pay. Don't don't even <laughs> pretend. Don't yeah. don't don't go for your wallet. I never do. I have not once have I ever gone on a date and like gone to reach for my purse when the bill comes. I don't. I sit there. No, because no. If I ask you out, then yes, I will pay. Yeah. Uh, but if you ask me out and it's our first date, no. Most I'm not guys, I so this was the thing, and this is the thing. Like, most guys I go on a date with would be offended if I did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it makes it seem like oh they they can't they can't afford to pay or like I'm, I'm looking down on them in some kind of way or it makes it feel like that I'm only seeing them as a friend. Like yeah, I just I just true. don't I don't even flinch. I don't get some girls are like I go up to go to the bathroom before the bill comes. I'm like he knows he knows why you're going to the bathroom. He's not dumb. He knows exactly yeah. why you're doing it. I don't like, like that. That's no. Weird. I'm just I'm <laughs> I'm sit up straight up fucking sitting there. I'm gonna say thank you afterwards and i highly recommend say thank you be a nice fucking person i always Mm -hmm. say thank you whenever they pay i always say thanks yeah like thank you so much for dinner yeah i really enjoyed it or you know whatever oh i just say thanks that's it i say because it's the bare minimum or thanks for this or you know whatever (laughs) but like yeah i am just don't even flinch i'm just like "Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm so yeah 
but now we're like post date. Okay. Or post date. I always like it when a guy text tells me to text him when he gets when I get home. Um, yeah. If you don't do that, I notice it. Um, if you don't walk me to my car, I notice it. Um, those are standards that I have. You should walk me to my car. Because it's dark and I'm, doesn't a, matter. And I'm a woman and yeah. I'm alone. Does Do not make me matter. walk by myself. <laughs> Does not matter how long we've been dating. Does I don't care if this is the 10th date or the first date. Walk me to my car. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm leaving your house, walk me to my car. If I, like we met up at a bar, walk me to my car. Like walk me to my that car. Is it's just literally the least that you can do yeah. for me. And if you, you, like, if you get an attitude about it, no, hard pass. No, I also notice if a guy walks on the street side of a sidewalk versus the inner side of the sidewalk, mm-hmm. I notice that. Oh yeah, every Blaine time. always moves me. The actor. If always I, did if it I too. get if I get on the side of the cars, he always he always moves me. The actor so. always did that. He always made sure that he was on the street side. Um, mm-hmm. Also, if the next date isn't scheduled within forty eight hours, delete. Not go. Mm-hmm. No, it should be scheduled within at least forty eight hours. Um, and it should be scheduled out for five to six days out. Yeah. Like that's typically, if I'm going to date like on like Tuesday, maybe like a Saturday date. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I'm, I'm not, we're not doing that. We're not like, I'm not sitting around waiting to see when the next date is going to be like, yeah, check your schedule, check and see what time, but I'm not waiting like a whole week for you to reach back out to schedule another date. I also don't like when there's like a ton of like like a week and a half in between them. We're not doing that. No. No. Especially you, no. Not in the beginning. If you, if you like me, you'll want you want to see me. And that's not me right. being like self-centered or anything like that. It's just my standard I'm used to. Um Well, because I, like like if you like them, you want to see them. Like yeah. we're not trying to play this I don't game want of a pen pal. who likes who more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a pen pal because typically every guy I've dated has and uh, this is apparently different for a lot of girls. Who've gone on many dates with guys or dated guys? Like I'm so used to every guy texting me every single day um, when they like me. Do I love that they do that? My attachment style says yes, yes and no, <laughs> but I know it's not healthy for me at the same time because I get attached. Yes. Um, if you don't, if you go a couple days without texting me and I'm not worried, I don't like you. <laughs> yes, that is so valid. Yes, I don't mm-hmm. like you. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm not sitting around waiting for you to text me either. Like, I just, I'm, I'm oh not that Oh, my God. That I used to be so toxic. Like, when I, not toxic, maybe just dumb. Dumb might be a better word. When I first dated Blaine, when I was, like, 15, and, like, we would text, like, if an hour or two went by and he hadn't responded, I'd be like, are you mad at me? Are oh you mad God. at me? Oh I was God. that girl that was so paranoid that, like, if I hadn't heard from them an hour or two, like I was like, they don't, they don't like me anymore. When in reality, like <laughs> they were just at work, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. but like now I'm like, please don't text me all day. Like, like I literally don't look at my phone. That but communication yes. though, we've done yeah. a whole episode about like being a better texter and direct communicator. And yeah. I will leave a link Highly recommend. Notes. That's a great yeah. one. But uh, it's so simple just to like, let me know you're going to be busy if you are texting me every single day. So easy. Little bare yes. minimum. Yes. Um, but don't spend like the next couple days, like or the day after, thinking about them. Don't spend all your energy texting them. Do not text them first. Let them text you first. Yes. And like have a day. Like treat yourself. Yes. Like don't worry about like I feel like a lot of times after like when I was dating, like after a date, I would like that would be all I could think about the next day. And I was like, no, like I don't need to give 
that any more time. Like it's happened. And mm-hmm. whenever we go on a second date, I can begin to worry about it like three hours before or like the morning of when I wake up and feel nauseous. Um, but yeah, like have a day. Yeah. And honestly, like I don't, I know some girls that do this. I don't do this. I think it's stupid. They're like, oh, well, if it doesn't work out, then I have a friend. I don't need any more friends. I really, I'm good. I don't want to hang out with men. Well, here's the thing. If I wanted to be your friend, I wouldn't have gone on the date in the first place. Yeah. I would have been like, like let's I go like want a pen pal. to coffee. Like, I'm not trying to be friends with you. Also, like, I want friends that are going to go do fun and cool stuff with me and you're not it. And that's not so, with boy. No, ew, gross. No, <laughs> no. Um, whether or not you get physical with somebody after a first date that's totally your prerogative and we said that in our other date episode that we did like in 2020 that's not how we roll and there's like no judgment like for that i know i'm going to a wedding where a girl Mm -hmm. and the girl and her husband did that like i don't care i really don't that's it worked out for them yeah that's just it works out for some people but that's just not for me no um i don't even know if I like being, being kissed on the first date, honestly. I don't like being touched on the first date, if I'm being completely honest. I was going to say, like, this if might I touch be really you, weird. Like, let me touch you first. This also might be, like, the weirdest thing. And, like, you can totally tell me if it's weird. But, like, if you're going to kiss me on the first date, like, I would rather do it, like, while we're sitting at the bar. Like, I don't really want to do it when you walk me to my car oh, and, like, the have, that that. Opportuni- yeah. have the opportunity for it to, like, be bigger than it needs to be like I I don't think that's weird at all no I just like don't I don't vibe with that like make out session at the car like at the end of the date no and like I've never been into that and like I've dated people who have been into that and I'm just like ew like I don't want to do this like this is not this is not for me (laughs) so if I'm being if I'm being real so we're gonna go through my dates that I've had with the characters on this podcast uh the doctor quick peck after our first date it was the most awkward fucking thing in the entire world um (laughs) don't recommend (laughs) don't fucking recommend I just like don't it's either like it's like don't do it at all just like don't just wait if you're gonna do a quick peck what the fuck was the point of that just wait (laughs) what the fuck was the point of a peck one (laughs) one kiss Like your grandpa kissing you on your forehead when you leave. (laughs) What do you get from that? (laughs) Nothing. You got nothing from that. Can't tell. (laughs) Um, The musician didn't kiss me on our first date. (laughs) Which I'm I'm also cool with. Like I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. Would prefer it if I could. Um, He was like, he just didn't know. Like if he wanted to respect my like boundaries, I was like, fucking loved it. That was great. Thank you for not doing that. Um, the actor, yeah, we made out on our first date. That was obvious. Um, it wasn't just a peg. We made out. Um, yeah. which is like also that's fine. fine. Like, I mean, we had just, a date and like, normally I would not condone a first date at somebody's house, but we went on a date during quarantine. So true, there true. was no other option for us. And I feel like you're going to like feel out the vibe of the date and figure out which options of these you're going to choose. Like, we also no knew each kiss. other. Yeah. We knew each other prior. So it so wasn't weird. It's like, yeah, it's like a different playing ground. Yeah. Like battleground. Yeah. Um, the Australian guy that I went on a date with here, we did make out in the bar. So that was, I didn't mind that. I didn't mind. He was hot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then this dude has no name. Uh, what did the writer do? Uh, we, me and the writer, we kissed. We had, he had like a fucking long ass itinerary of a date 
And like you were gone for a long time. That's why I don't like long dates anymore. It all it's never good. It's never it's good. It's never good. And it's just like there's only one set, long date. Well, I've you're been setting on the bar. Liked. You're setting the bar way too high. Yes. Like you're never gonna you, be able to sustain that. Thank you. Thank you. You are setting a standard way too high. If you are gonna on a first date, do not introduce me to a standard that you cannot maintain. Simple yeah. as that. Like I'm I'm tired of wasting my time and my energy on guys who you know, they plan like these lavish, amazing first dates and then like they follow up with fucking couch dating after that. I'm like, I'm, this is not what my, pre- this is not the, this was not the trailer to us dating. Like I, this is not the preview I was given. And so right. I am not accepted of this. This is not, this is not cool. This is not it. This is not the vibe. This is not the energy. Do not want returning immediately. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then this dude I just went on a date with it was a bad first kiss, man. Like not that great. So yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's either it's like you can like have it or leave it. Like I don't, I'm not really like a yes you must. I don't give off the vibe that I want you to kiss me. That's what I've noticed. I was gonna say I feel like you definitely don't. I don't give off that vibe. I'm not. Like, I probably do. My, I'm I not pro- like I probably fiddling do. with my keys. Like oh I hope he kisses me. I'm just like all right. Good night. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I want to kiss her, but I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I know you want to kiss me. It's obvious. Like, I'm surprised you haven't done it already. Then I'm like, oh, wait, I am like a stone cold brick wall. <laughs> I am a stone cold wall. I am giving off get the F out of here energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm always like, oh, I wish they would just like hold my hand. And then I'm like, I hate I physical touch. Don't I don't want them to hold my hand. I hate it if yeah. they did that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's our guide to a great first date 2.0. Yes, 2.0. Hot girls got to the rules to a great first date, second date, dating life. Because the first one was in North Carolina. Now I'm out here in Los Angeles. So we got it. We had to up the ante. And we're older, wiser, you know. Yes. (laughs) Yes. This is true. Are we? I don't know. I I Uh, mean, I don't know. It's very questionable. So. (laughs) But I guess the survival tip for like this week is. Just learning to vet your dates better before you even entertain the idea of going out with them in person. Because there's no point in wasting either of your times if your goals are not aligned. You want to make sure that you are maximizing the greatest outcome for both of you on this date. And it just hurts a lot less when you're able to ask them like, Hey, what are you looking for? And they're just some, in something casual. It's going to hurt a lot less on the first date than it will five dates in. And so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the gals guide pod. Also like us on Facebook at the gals guide and become a gal scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.